have Abby and Matt's Save My Marriage. I know we had a very quick chat and you did say that this is all quite new. You've never really done anything like this before. Yeah, not this sort of big. Like we've, yeah, we've done the little counselling, which was only free, but, it, you know, yeah. It was some time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Many years ago. So, Cam, I'm just going to, if it's okay with you, I'm just going to look at a couple of the questions to start with. Yep. And there's a couple of things I want to talk about because one thing in particular you said here is that you actually don't really talk about things, like you're standoffish, you keep things to yourself. Yep. This I'm is gonna, like, yep. This is, this is big for me because I don't like talking about my stuff. That should be just mine. Yeah, right. And, the, you know, the reason why I wanted to say that straight up is because you're going to have to try and dig a little bit deep to start talking about a few things. No, I'm really, like, I'm ready now, but, yeah, I just thought I'd let you know just in case I go a bit quiet. Okay. All right. So if you're quiet, does that mean you're thinking or you're struggling to be able to tell me something or a bit of both? Probably both. <laughs> okay. Think struggling to probably say it. Okay. So when you're quiet, do you want me to sort of leave you in that space or do you want me to sort of help you through it and help you try and um, get it out the way you need to say? Yeah, I'll, I'll probably go with help me try and get out of it so I don't do it or like I don't do it. Okay, because it sounds like that's sort of your default is that when it gets a bit overwhelming, you just shut down and you don't want to talk about it. Has that been helpful for you in your marriage? No. No. Yeah. Do you know why? Uh, not really. I've been like this all my life. Mm. I was always, I kept my stuff to myself. I'll fix my own problems. I'll do. I'll deal with whatever's going to be dealt with. Without. Yeah. I'm, I'm not very um what do you call it, emotional sort of thing. Like, I don't, like, really shame my feelings because it's hard. Right. So, you know, Cam, that when a man says to me, I keep things to myself because I'm not really emotional, you know what that means? What's that? It means that he actually is a very big feeler, that he's got really big feelings and yeah, he well, doesn't we... like people to know. Yeah, we had this um, thing at work where you had to answer these questions and circle them and come up with the answers of there was four birds, personality of birds, and I was a thinker and a door. Right. Right. Do you think you're a thinker and a doer in your relationship? Probably a thinker. Hmm. What happens to the doing part? I honestly don't know. Probably doesn't happen. Yeah, because I don't want to do it and then end up getting told to get lost or shut up or... You know yeah. what I mean? Absolutely. So I, I think... Like getting, 
You don't like, sorry, I missed that. I don't like getting hurt. Okay. All right. So can you understand, this is this is really good for you because you're actually being really honest is the reason why well, you're sort of shut off is because you don't want to get hurt. Yeah, I'm already starting to shake because it's, it's, like, it's not hard, it's good for me because I know it's helping me. So thank yeah. you very much. You're welcome. And it's begun really, but yeah, um, just letting you know, so if I do go quiet, it's probably because I'm getting emotional and if I do hide my face, probably because I don't want you to see what I might be doing. I can already see it. I can already see it. And I want you to know, Cam, that it's, I don't think of you any less or any more. I think of you as a real person and those tears are real and they're sitting there for a reason. What's coming up for you now, Cam? I don't know. Yeah. What is it, sorry? I don't know. It's just I get like this when I sort of get a bit scared. A bit stirred? Scared. A bit scared. Yeah. What are you scared of, Cam? Myself. Can you tell me a little bit about that? What is it about yourself that you're scared of? Yeah, last thing I said, oh, I don't like getting hurt. Mm. So are you scared of you, you you hurting yourself or you're scared of somebody else hurting you? Probably hurting myself. Do you think of that sometimes? No. So explain to me how you're going to hurt yourself. What does that look like? Broken walls, I've put holes in doors, I've punched cars. Yeah. So just a little bit aggressive in some of your behaviour? Only when I get hurt. Okay. What hurts you, Cam? When do you feel hurt? When I get shit on. I'll excuse the language, but when I get on. Stabbed in the back. Okay. When you get stabbed in the back. It's like if people can't come to your face and say shit and Is that how you feel about Frankie as well? Do you feel like she's stabbing you in the back sometimes? Uh, never. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have sometimes. Yeah? Can you tell me about yeah. those times? Well, because she always, like, judges me against her brothers or her, or against other people, like other couples too, like, oh, my mate's husband and oh. Yeah. That sort of 
shit. And yeah, um, judges me by her brothers. She's saying her brothers do this and that. Like, I think I'm not your brother and I'm not that person. Yeah, right. Okay, so when she does that, you feel like that's a little bit of a, a stab in the back. Yeah. Does that make you angry when she compares you to yep. other people? And I tell her. Okay. And aggressive. Aggressive, but only the words. Okay. Compared to other people on my own self, on my own self. Okay. So that's one of the triggers that you've got when she's looking at you and she's comparing you to somebody else. That's one of the triggers that make you get a bit aggressive. Yeah. Is there any other? Angry. Yep. Yep. Angry. And then is there any other triggers that you've got? Is there anything else that happens for you when you sort of feel like she stabbed you on the back or you're getting angry? Is there anything else that happens that you can sort of recall? Yeah, telling me what to do when she's not my mum. Okay. Are they the two main things that sort of come up in your relationship for you? Yes. They're the main ones. And they're always on her phone. Sorry, what was this last one? She didn't get any communication because she's always on her phone. Okay. She's She's always on her phone. Okay. All right. And you were saying the communication, you don't get much communication between the both of you? No. And that's a bit difficult because you also said that you're not a very big communicator, so you don't talk much. Yeah. So how is she how is she supposed to communicate with you if you don't communicate either? Can you see that you both are sort of doing this to each other? It's different with her because she's my wife and we've been together for over 25 years. I can talk to her whenever I want. Yep. I don't yeah, I don't hide things from her or not okay. talk to her. Talk to her. Yeah, we do talk. Okay, so you're saying it's more like when you're talking to somebody else like me, that's a bit hard. Yeah, people I don't know, it's hard for me to open up to. Okay, now I understand. Okay, great. So you don't mind having a talk with Frankie. It's more so anyone outside the relationship. You sort of like to keep it within your family. Yeah. Okay. All right, I get it. Well, thank you for letting me in. Um and, you know, being able to, to listen to what's going on for you. I do want to ask you, you, you wrote down on the questionnaire that you really want to save your marriage. Yeah. And out of sort of one to ten, and ten means you want to save it with everything you've got and one being I'm not really interested, where do you think you sit on that scale between ten. one and ten? Ten. Ten. You do know when you sit at a number 10, it means you really, really, really want to save your marriage, which means you're really, really going to have to do some things different. I know that. Are you prepared to do that? Are you okay to do that? Okay. Awesome. So we've got your commitment to the marriage and we've got your commitment to what's going to about to happen. Yep. Okay. Awesome. So the biggest challenge that you've got at the moment is you said communication. Yeah. So although you said you can talk to Frankie whenever you like, you've been with her for 25 years, there's some issues with communication. What are the issues with the communication? 
probably the phone and you end up in an argument. What do you, what's the argument over the phone or other other things? Probably both the phone and other things. Okay. And does the argument escalate really quickly? Does it go from zero to a hundred really fast? Yeah. Yep. Yep. If you can think back at your last argument, can you remember how you participated in that argument? What did you do? How did you handle that argument? What were you like? I was the same yelling back. You were running back? Yelling back at her. Oh, yelling yelling back? Yelling back? Do any of you two listen to each other when you're upset or do you just yell at each other? I honestly don't think so because I know I don't. You don't listen? Okay. I don't know about her, but I reckon no, I don't think we do. Yeah. Maybe if you're yelling at each other, you can't probably you probably can't hear each other very well. No. Mm. And you probably spend some time arguing that you probably even forget why you started arguing. Yep, I'd say that. Because, yeah, we don't even know why we're arguing, but we're still arguing. Mm. Mm. How does that sound when you sort of hear that, you know? We're arguing, but we actually don't know why we're arguing. Does that sound, does that sound what does that sound like? Pretty dumb. Yeah. <laughs> And a bit of a waste of energy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what I, what I discovered when I was talking to, Cam, uh, to Frankie Cam is that you guys don't fight very well. Every relationship has fights. Yeah. But when you guys argue, you guys... This is what you do, right? You guys are on a team. You guys are team players, okay? You're on your family team. You're on the same side. And when you argue, you guys turn your backs on each other and rather than trying to work out the solution, you guys go against each other and butt heads. Yeah. And it's not really helpful. Right. Can you tell me if this feels true for you, but every time you have one of those arguments, Cam, every time you, t- you argue and then you turn your back and you don't talk about it or it's not resolved, the argument still sort of sits there and you never really get over it. And the next time you argue, it's like it, it goes on top of each other every single time. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, so then you don't have really much tolerance or, or, or room to really put up with the next issue. You just blow up really quickly because it's like, I can't handle this because you really haven't gotten over the last 25 years of issues because you've just put them under the rug and kept going. Yeah. And we call that closure. It means that you haven't had much closure when an issue has come up. And then you get to 25 years down the track and you're going, 
I can't do this anymore. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I'm at that point. We're both at that point. Yeah, yeah. Cam, do you remember when you first met Frankie? Yeah. What were those, those memories like? Damn, she was hot. She was hot? <laughs> first thing was, damn, she was hot. And then, yeah, even her personality and that, and she was funny. Mm-hmm. We had great times in the beginning. But, yeah, now it's like, there's nothing. So you said she was hot, she had a great personality, she was fun. Did you have some really, you know, Cam's got some really good memories of when you were first together. She said, you guys were best friends. You guys went out, you partied, you had barbecues, you had people over. Uh, Do you have those same memories? Yeah, yeah, because that's what we were, that's what we were like. Did you, when you look back at that and you think about, do you really, does it make you happy? Do those memories, are they really good memories for you? Yep. Oh, my best ones are my kids. And I, watched all my, I birthed all my kids. You birthed oh, all, the, all the children? Put all my kids in, cut their cords. Oh, beautiful. So you cut their cords, you're present. So you're quite yep. proud that you're having your own little family. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what happened between you and Cam to lose that fun and, you know, that connection that you had in the beginning? Did something happen to you guys? I don't know. I, I honestly think it, I, I say, but I, that's only my thing. Yeah. I think it was had kids. It was the kids? No, I think when we had kids, then that was it. Pretty much we put, the, we put our kids first. Right. And I understand that because a lot of parents do. The kids become the priority. Yeah. But what actually happens is that in relationships, especially marriage, kids are in our home quite temporary, maybe for 18, 20 years, 25 years, right? And the couple is still there. And if we have turned around and made these kids the only priority and we've forgotten about our relationship and our connection, it's almost like we're two strangers living in the same house. Yep. Because you've got children that, what's your eldest, 17 now? Yeah. Yeah, so for 17 years, you two haven't been a priority for each other. The kids have. Yeah. So you're both really lonely. Pretty much, eh? Yeah. What do you think when I say that, Cam? What comes up for you when I say you're both really lonely? Pretty sad. Mm. Do you want to stay lonely? No. Mm. I hate being lonely. Mm. So I want to ask you this, Cam. If you hate being lonely but you only do life on your own, so you only 
you deal with your own problems, you keep them in, you don't talk about them, you don't express them. Do you think that's going to be helpful to be in a relationship? No. No. So what's happening is the things that you're doing to protect yourself is actually keeping you lonely. And you've got a woman right there that's still sexy, that's still hot, that still adores you, that just wants to be loved the same way you want to be loved and you're right there and you're both not taking it. Because you're both stubborn and your egos, none of you want to let down. None of you want to just put your walls down and go, you know what, we're done. Yeah. You're being, you said you were scared to be hurt, but you do know by being closed off and not sharing how you're feeling and not communicating, that is what's hurting you. Because you are separating yourself from Cam. And when I said to you, do you feel like she stabbed in you, you in the back? The first thing you said was no way. Then you thought about it and you thought, you know what, I've gotten angry with her because of the, some, some of the things you've done. But it was really evident your first answer was like no because she's got my back. Yeah. Does she have your back, Cam? Yeah. 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 And you sound like a really loyal bloke, you know. You, you're loyal and you expect loyalty back, not just in your relationship but even in your friendships. Yeah, that's exactly me. And I do have loyal brothers and friends where you're, when you're my friend, you're my bro because you end up being burned instead of a mate. Even my girls there, I call them bros because you get called bro by me, you're pretty tight. Right. Right. So being tight is really important to you. Yeah. Okay. So do you think it's fair that one of the most loyal people in your life, the one person that's got your back, do you think it's fair the way that you are, you know, doing that relationship with Cam? I don't think so. Would you treat a loyal mate like that? Have they done the same stuff? And I want you to be, I want to be very clear here. This is not about, you know, Cam doing all the wrong things and Frankie doing all the wrong things. That's not it at all. This is working out. What we do, what we can do better. I was going to say that I, not long ago that I, I feel like I'm getting blamed. Yeah. Who do you feel like you're being blamed for? from? Just the way you're asking those questions, it sounds like I'm to blame. Yeah, this is okay. This is really good, Cam. I, I'll tell you why. 
because this is where probably in relationships you might struggle with getting feedback about how someone feels if you feel like you feel like maybe they're attacking you or blaming you and it could just be a conversation or a question Frankie has told me so many great qualities that you've had the great experiences you've had and her experience in the relationship is that she believes that you guys can be a good team because you do that for the kids. Do you do you believe that you come together when you're with the kids? Yeah. She said you guys do whatever you have to do to make sure the kids do well. Yeah. Because we've both had a not a great upbringing, but a good upbringing. But we don't want them to go through the same shit we've been through. Right. And do you think? having a good relationship could help that? Yep. Do you think having a home where there's less less arguments and, you know, real good understanding, do you think that could help the kids? For sure. Yeah. I see when we argue, it hurts the kids and... Right, because this is about both of you. This is camp. This is not just about you. It takes two to tango in a relationship. Yep. Right, and you're both. I will say to you, you both have very similar feelings. Do you still love Frankie? Of course, I love her till I die. Yeah. Do you still find her attractive? Good, good. So it means that you're still sexually attracted to her? And a lot of those areas around emotions, intimacy have been affected by the relationship issues? Yep. Would you like it to be better in the bedroom? Yep. Was it better in the beginning? 100%. What was it like in the beginning? Were you guys having sex all the time? All the time, anywhere, anytime. Right. So you guys were quite an exciting couple. You thought, you know, you couldn't keep your hands off each other. Yeah. Well, it's a bit different now, isn't it? Yeah. When's the last time, Cam, that you actually grabbed Frankie and gave her a passionate kiss? Has that been on purpose or you just haven't taken the step to make those moves? I think I haven't taken the step. Do you know what? No, I honestly don't know why. Do you think as your wife she might want that? Yep. Do you think as her husband you could give her that? I should, yep. Mm. 
What's it going to take for you to be able to do something like that? Nothing, no. I'll be doing that once we finish our Zoom call. I think if you guys are ready to do this, you're just going to have to do the stuff that you haven't been doing. Mm. It's the only way you're going to change your relationship is do all the stuff you should have been doing that you haven't. The little things like, you know, you never used to let her leave without kissing her goodbye. Yeah, we both did it. Right? Those little things that when you go to work in the morning, you just give her a kiss and you say, have a good day. See you, babe. Have a good day. You come home from work and you say, hi, babe. What's for dinner? <laughs> we normally do that. It's just when we argue, like, we've been on the silent treatment for, like, a week and a half now. We had a, the last time we had an argument, we just haven't talked to each other since. And I sleep in, we sleep in different rooms. Yeah, it's pretty hard to sleep with someone when you sleep in separate rooms. Mm. Does the silent treatment work for the relationship? Uh, no. Another thing that hurts me is that. You know, Cam, you can stop the silent the silent treatment. Do you know how? By giving in? It's not giving in. It's just by talking. It's not, you guys aren't, aren't competition here. It's just really, this is going back to talking about how you feel by saying, I don't like it. I don't like when we don't, we don't talk. What are you thinking when I say that, Cam? When I turn around and say to you, you don't have to have the silent treatment. It's not the only way. Yeah. Is it true? Do you think it's true? Yep. Do you think healthy couples don't talk for a week and a half and live in the same house and sleep in separate beds? No. They do argue and they do get upset, but they actually just talk about it and try and sort it out. But it's very important that you listen to each other and it's something that you both aren't doing.
Do you miss the old Cam? Do you miss the old Frankie? Yeah. You know she's still there, Cam. It's in her. She doesn't just walk away. Do you think Frankie misses the old Cam? Yeah. Mm. Is there anything you can do say before our next call that you think could make a difference between the both of you? Well, we just spoke about one about a couple of minutes ago. Yeah, and I'm going to be doing that when we're finished here. You're sorry? I'm going to be doing that when we finish this call. You're going to give her a kiss? Yes. When's the last time you looked in her eyes, literally just gave her a kiss, just looked in her eyes? How did that close to you that you just stared into her eyes? Probably our wedding. Mm. a long time. 21 years ago. 21 years ago. Yeah. You know, Cam, you're doing a good job today. I know this is not easy for you. Better. You've helped me, give me a fair bit of things to um, give a go. It, can, it doesn't have to be massive. Yeah, I know that. It's always, it's always been a baby step. You know, those little things will make big differences. Yeah. You guys are an awesome team. I think you've got to start acting like one. You know, you said the one thing that you love about Frankie is her determination, her commitment to do whatever she wants. And she's determined to get her husband back. If you want this to work, Cam, you're going to have to let her in. Yeah. She's not the enemy. Yeah. You know when a woman screams and yells and tells you what to do and is constantly at you, you know what she's really asking for? Not attention, eh, but it's sort of something... It's attention. Attention from you, intimate attention. Yeah. She's, it's like a, you know what it's like, Cam? It's like, you know when a child mucks up 
they want attention, whether they, they're good or bad. If they can't be good, they'll be bad just to get some type of attention. Yeah. Adults do that too. We just don't know we do it and why. But most of the time we're just screaming out for our partner to love us. Because when a man loves his wife and connects with her and she feels safe, she softens. She's not so hard. You have the power here, Cam, to soften Frankie. Yep. To make her really step into being that woman she wants to be for you. But she's also protecting herself. So talk to me, Cam. Talk to me what's going through your mind because I know this is a lot for you and there's a lot of stuff that's come up and it's been... You know, you've been awesome. You've been able to have a chat and be really open here. Tell me what you're thinking. How I can better myself to you. Mm-hmm. And tell me how we're going to do that, even if it's just the baby steps, remember? I don't want you to... You know, tell me you're going to change a hundred, do a 360 or a 180 turn, but what are the baby steps that you can implement? Showing them more attention and communicating properly. Okay, so that's easy said. Let's come up with just one thing that you can actually physically do. What can you do when you leave the car today before you go to work? What's one thing you can do? Awesome. Do you think that could change her day? Probably. Do you think that could change your day? Yeah, depending on how I get the, um, what do you call it? Because I know when I do it, I'll know when it's meant to be back for me. So, yeah, you're, sa- you're saying depends on how she reacts? Is that what you're saying? That's it. Okay. And I'm I have a, a totally different style or not, pretty much. Are you talking at the moment? Me. With Are you, are you and Frankie talking at the moment? No. You haven't spoken? Oh, the odd one here and there, but it's only about the kids. Okay. We need to then that's it, but other than that, not. Would she think it's strange that you come in and give her a kiss goodbye? No, nah, because she knows I'm on the phone with you. Okay. Good. 
it might be it might be weird if you just sort of did it out of the blue, but she does know that you're going to be sitting with me on the phone and you're going to come away from here with one thing to do till we talk next. Yep. So do you feel like you could kiss her hello and kiss her goodbye until the next time we speak? I'll just start doing it till every day I should have been doing it anyway. Absolutely. And even if she isn't receptive or feels a bit weird, you keep doing it. Yep. Because she's got to remember and she's got to learn what what the new cam's like. She's going to get to know you again. Yep. And she needs to know that you got her back, which means you're going to kiss her anyway. Yep. Can you do that for me, Cam? Of course. Can you do that for you and Frankie? Yes. Okay. Do we want to leave that for today and do you want that to be a little task until we jump on the call next time? Yep. Okay. And then when we talk next time, you let me know how Frankie no. has received your little kisses every day. Okay. Is there anything else you would like to ask before we finish off today? Thank you very much. That's all I'd like to say is thank you very much because you sort of opened open me up again to how I was, but I haven't been for so many years. You're welcome, Cam. I was before and I don't know why I'm like this now. That's all right. Now. We'll, just un- we'll just peel those layers back and we'll get you back. Yep. Is that okay? All right, let's do it. Go give her a kiss and start your day off. You've been an awesome, it's been awesome with you today. No, thank you. You're welcome. We'll speak soon. Stab Abby and Matt's Save My Marriage.